Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host, Rich Polly, and joining me for today is a topless Ben Hibbert. I've actually got a wife beater on. <laughs> All right, fair enough. You've ruined my joke that I'm about to do in a second, but that's fine. <laughs> Hello, nice to see you. Oh, uh, we've got the 250th <laughs> topless episode. <laughs> we've got our bo- a bottomless Liam Baker. He dresses like Winnie the Pooh on hot days. I wish I was bottomless. I tried to take them off and I felt a layer of skin come off with them. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you're more of a, more of a, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Donald Duck. Are you a Donald Duck or a Winnie the Pooh? Both famous characters who don't wear trousers. Is, <laughs> is, that, is that the <laughs> new <laughs> listener question when people come on? Is that what we're going <laughs> to ask that? If you're not wearing trousers, are you Winnie the Pooh or Donald Duck? Uh, I'd say I'm Winnie the Pooh because we have the same physique. <laughs> you like eating honey? Yeah. That'll do. All right, cool. And also, as you heard there, Tim King. Hi, Tim. Hello there. Yeah, so um, as Ben just said there, this is our 250th episode, including the time at the start when people were madheads and thought that we could do three a week and sustain it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, but not you know, me and you. No, no, not us. As soon as we got involved, we were like, let's do once a week. Yeah, once a week sounds good. <laughs> in, in fairness, I think I think that was me, wasn't it? Because I was having like a, uh, an actual melt- meltdown and just like, I can't, yeah. I can't edit this anymore. We just need to go on one a week. <laughs> It was the post-COVID hiatus where we kind of sat down and said, right, in order to make this sustainable, what do we need to do? Okay. <laughs> so here we are. Anyway, 250 episodes in. We're all topless because it's 35 degrees in parts of the UK. And mm. while uh, a lot of countries go 35 degrees, whatever, it's like 35 degrees in a country that is not built to cope with it. <laughs> we don't have air conditioning anywhere. People I know actually went into the office for the first time since COVID today just because they had air con. So... There you go. In fairness, I was just telling the guys before we started recording that I, I work in a pharmacy in a hospital and obviously we have to store the medication at sort of 25 degrees. So I've been working hard today to keep all the aircon going, really pleased how it was going. And then I stepped outside and regretted all my life choices today because I was suddenly hit by plus, t- plus 12 degrees that I wasn't ready for. And oh, oh it's like yeah. getting off, like getting off the plane when you go on holiday, isn't it? You just get hit by that heat and you go, oh, this is nice. For it it was, seconds. but it was also like downtown Manchester and didn't have the quite the same vibe. So yeah. I walked out to the corner shop. It took me four minutes to walk there, and I got a sunburn. And that was the only time I was outside today. So there you go. Literally cooked. Could have done my own dinner. Right, (laughs) anyway, this week, actually, we do have X-Wing to talk about. So we're not just going to talk about the British weather. Um, You know, I know it's the kind of high-quality content that our listeners tune in for. But um, AMG are in the middle of at time of recording or have just finished i don't know their mini stravaganza um which they delayed by a month because of uh, covid or something reasons i'm not sure what they were this time around um but they did a big x-wing um stream and they spoiled a bunch of stuff um some of the stuff that we've seen before um some of it in formats that we're familiar with but new content and some of it that's different uh, and almost all of it riddled with typos and errors and things that have sent the internet into meltdown um so we're gonna basically kick off from there uh and can you still hear me yeah i can still hear yeah. I think, I think okay ben... somebody oh ben dropped off yeah. i heard somebody dropping off and i thought it might have been me but it's fine it's ben um 
Uh, so um, we're going to basically run through the cards that they've spoiled. Um, and in between times, we're going to probably pick up on a few of the other things that they talked about as well. So first one's first. Um, we've got some content from the Battle of Yavin pack, which they're going to release. So the Battle of Yavin pack, for people who've not picked up on it yet or who've forgotten, um, is going to be aimed at being, now I'm going to say 40 points aside. Um, 35. 35, 35 yeah. points aside, um, rebels versus imperials, limited pilots available, limited ships available. So trying to keep it as thematic as possible. Um, you don't build squads, basically. You you pick pilots from a, a predetermined list, and the, those cards um, that they come with come with a like a. It's almost like a quick build, but not quite. Um, so Luke Skywalker um, has been sp uh, spoiled. Um, what's interesting here is that a lot of the pilots have got different abilities to the pilots in Standard and Extended. So uh, Luke's is the same, um, but some of the other ones are uh, are different. So um, Luke Skywalker in his X-Wing, it's a Standard X-Wing. He's still got his two Force. Um, He's still got his same ability where he recovers a force if he's going to be shot at, but he gets a new ship ability, which is Hope, which is also known as Hopeful, the rubbish <laughs> um, talent that nobody ever takes. It's slightly different, isn't a, it? Uh, no, you can take a booster of focus if, if a ship is destroyed, which is the same. Uh, it might have a bigger area of effect. It's range zero to three on on hope, and I don't know if hopeful zero to three or or a smaller range than that. But that just shows how little that card is played. Because you're a bit of a good guy fanboy, aren't you? Yeah, and <laughs> it just doesn't get played because why would you when there's literally any other option is better? Um, so Luke comes with instinctive aim, proton torpedoes, and R two D two. Um, so way to regen shields, um, but he also comes, as do all of the T-65 pregens, with a, an ability called attack speed, which is after you execute a straight, a three straight or four straight maneuver, you can perform a boost using the one straight template, which is not an action. So basically, you can get up to, uh, you know, doing those four straights and then doing a one straight, and you can do it even while stressed. Um, so this is for the Yavin thing which means that it's for the trench run so once you get into the trench run you accelerate to attack speed and then you cruise down there as fast as you can to try and stay in front of the tie fighters that will inevitably come in and try and kill you so that's luke skywalker any any firm opinions on luke skywalker charge. is it what sorry does r2d2 have a charge less as well yes yes yeah he usually has three doesn't he yes. yeah so yeah i think that this will now become the six-point Luke. And they'll bring the current Luke we have that has come down to six points back up to seven. Because they always talk about wanting ships that people... You obviously like Luke. Everyone's wanting with Proton Torps. Everyone wants them with R2-D2, but it's inherently bad in the old system. I think this allows them to do it. But also being able to rebalance the other Luke that we have, or they'll just take all his load out of him. Yeah, they'll leave him with 15 and, points so that he can't take shattering shots. Yeah, shot, that makes more sense. Because even at seven points, I'd still probably take that Luke over this Luke just because of the sheer amount of loadout he's got. Yeah, but if they drop his loadout to 15 or something, then it's, yeah. it's more of a decision, isn't it? Yeah. But that's where you start to see what value they place on loadout. Yeah. You know, 
if this look is six and he's got the equivalent of because you will always look at this and go well this looks got you know whatever it is two plus twelve plus half of r2d2 plus a bit of this you're kind of going well this one's probably about 16 17 loadout and he's a six pointer and this one's seven and he's only got 15 so i'm better going for the six pointer even though it doesn't have the things i want it's got proton torpedoes which is really what i'm here for with luke <laughs> so i quite like the fluff that we've lost the um s-file configs as well because they lock the wings open yeah yeah set s4s to attack position just and, just makes me smile <laughs> yeah because when that this was first spoiled the thought was was this is this a, an error a typo but obviously it's not you know they're supposed to just be locked in and zoom zoom in so now they can boost the thing <laughs> it's like snap wexley's ability which is really good like being able to mm. but only only straight boost and only when you do a straight move so basically stay in the trench fly as fast as you can down it basically um yeah i quite like it um we'll skip on to the next one who's a y-wing who i've never heard of before hull auckland apparently uh, <laughs> he's in the battle of yavin he doesn't have <laughs> sorry bless you um so it's a standard Y-Wing with two two reds, one green, uh, six hull, two shields. Uh, during the system phase, if there are no enemy ships at range one to two, you may recover a charge on any upgrades of free rerolls. Not bad. Uh, free reloads, sorry. Not bad. Do you reckon um, you have to take the um, the dis out? No, because it's not a reload. It's just recover a charge on an upgrade, uh, which is pretty neat. Um, he's got hope as well, which again daft he's got a, a three dice dorsal <laughs> turret so that's a typo um so i, I assume i kind of hope it's not i mean it'll be interesting to see what just, comes just to make it i that. like like it to just be a bit different yeah it would be good if it was a three dice turret um because his other his only real banger of a weapon here is the advanced proton torpedo um which he's got one of so uh being an i4 he'll struggle to get that off on a meaningful target. Although, you know, the the exhaust port is a meaningful target in, in the scenario that this will be played in. So, um, and then the last thing is precise astromech, which is a an interesting one because it's an after you perform an action, you may spend a charge to perform a red target lock action. Uh, so it's got two charges. Um, so there we go precise astromech you take a focus you get your red target lock and you get your double modded advanced proton torpedo uh, and then you zoom away as fast as your little y-wing legs can carry you and as soon <laughs> as you get out of range two of somebody you recover a charge on either your precise astromech or your advanced proton torpedo and then you come back oh in i didn't notice again. that you filth monger what that you could recover that precise astromech yeah oh i hadn't spotted that i just you know and you just like blind to it Oh, that is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, they've got reload anyway, but, you know, they can get a reload for free. Um, so, you know, we can fly out, reload, and recover a precise, precise astromech charge during the system phase, and then fly back in again. You know, it's it's pretty neat. If any poor ship is initiative lower than this, <laughs> I feel sorry for them. But, I mean, it's a Y-Wing, so oh, you yeah. know where it's going to be, don't you? I like to see Y-Wings do well. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I like to see them melt. <laughs> pretty, Not pretty those good. smelly resistance ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they all smell when you uh, put a lighter under them. Okay. Anyway. 
You can take the boy out of Wolverhampton, but you can't take Wolverhampton out of the boy, can you? Yeah, awesome. If melt it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the weather for it anyway. I'm literally dripping. Oh, this is disgusting. I have right. to keep taking regular breaks and peel myself off my own thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next one, it's the moustache. It's big dark lighter. Big dark lighter. Battle of Yavin, T sixty five X wing. So he's got attack speed. He's got a different pilot ability though. This is during the systems phase. You may choose one friendly ship at range one. If you do, treat your initiative as equal to that chosen ship's initiative until the end of the activation phase. So he moves at the same activation as somebody that he's flying at range one of. So if he's flying next to Wedge, he moves at six along with Wedge. If he moves at Luke, he moves at five, along with Luke. Um, and then, to make up for the fact that they've taken his cool ability away, they've given him selfless um, as part of his loadout. And he's got a droid called R2F2, which allows him to gain a disarm to recover a shield. Uh, so, a bit more regen. Um, so, that is... It is literally just not to Astromech, but what they've done, for thematic purposes, is they've found the cannon... Uh, the in-canon droids that these people had mm-hmm. and put them on the uh, on the quick builds, so, uh, whatever they are. Yep, I made them. Which I thought was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So really nice. Um, so he's got proton torpedoes, he's got an R2 astromech, um, he's got selfless, and then he's got the attack speed thing, um, and also hope, but we don't need to talk about that because it's rubbish. I like this, Biggs. <laughs> I like his new ability, his ability to actually not... Um, sell out where his mates are going to be because he moves at I3, which was the problem with him before. It was like, I wonder where Wedge and Look are going. Oh, they're going right there where you've just put Biggs at I3. Cool. He, he's not really seen as, as much play as he did in 1.0, has he? No. Well, no, because he's not broken anymore. No, and we like broken things. No, we don't. We like fair I mean, we, things. We say we don't, but then all of us use the really broken things. What broken thing have I used? <laughs> There's a shorter list than the what broken thing you have used, Liam. It's the broken things that you haven't used. <laughs> um, all right, off the goodies and onto the baddies. Backstabber. Um, so in uh, Star Wars A New Hope, or as it's also known, actual Star Wars, there were two um, <laughs> Shut <up> boldly. <laughs> I got accosted, I got accosted by a kid today because I was wearing a Star Wars T-shirt. He started talking to me with great enthusiasm and passion about Episode Three of Star Wars, and I started talking, and he started talking, and I realised that he was talking about Attack of the Clones, not Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started talking about chronological order, and I was like, "Oh, did you beat him up?" I, I know he was like. He was like eight or nine. So yeah, he, probably, really he probably could have taken. Be. He could have taken I, I Rich by yeah, that I was, age. I was a bit nervous. <laughs> I just, I just walked off. I called him a loser. Once I was safely back in my own car, um, <laughs> and I'd locked the doors. Yeah, and he couldn't hear me because he was inside the building <laughs> on the other side of the street. That's when I felt safe to do it. Um, so anyway, we've got Backstabber, who's one of the two ties who um, flies alongside Vader down down the trench. Um, and his ability is is really cool. It's while you perform a primary attack, if a friendly Darth Vader or Mauler missile, other tie, other wingmate for Darth Vader, um, is in your side arcs at range zero to one, roll an additional attack dice. So previously backstab was if you're behind somebody or whatever, but now it's like, yeah, if you're flying in formation with Vader or Mauler missile, you just get a, be a three dice gun. 
I love that. I think it's great. He comes with crack shot, disciplined, and afterburners, so he can keep up with those pesky X-wings using their attack speed <laughs> runs. So, what do you think I'm, of this boy? Discipline's good. It's always yeah. good. Um, Got any firm opinions on this, Ben? Or just want to say, yeah, I like it. No, I, I like it's just good, and a three dice tie fighter is good. We've seen that with Wampa. Um, anytime you can reliably get an extra dice. Yeah, and five straight afterburners to keep up with a tie fight, uh, with an X wing that's moving before you. Yeah, and they're, they're already quite fast, aren't they? So you probably yeah. don't need to use your afterburners every time. Yeah, but he's suddenly a four. He's suddenly a four dice gun if he gets a range one attack on you. Yeah, that's the, that's the filthy thing, isn't it? And I always love some crack shot. Crack shot disciplined in a nasty combo. Afterburners is nasty. We yeah. know that. So my favorite thing with crack shot is when someone has a token. And they know if they don't spend it, you're going to crack shot them. Yeah. But if they spend it, it's like kind of a waste. And there's that really yeah. awkward position. Of, oh, I'm going to spend it anyway. That's so and many then you've still though. got your crack shot. <laughs> you've got so many games, though, where you go, I've got a crack shot. So that means I can definitely secure this kill. And then they just blank out on defense anyway. And you're like, oh, oh. it's the last turn of the game. Crack shot it anyway. And even remembered. And remembered. <laughs> Taking it away from me. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like him. I, I think that's a really cool um, thing. Uh, we're into the interceptors next. Bit generics. Sigma four. Battle of Yavin. He's an interceptor. He's got two charges. After you perform a barrel roll action, you can spend a charge to perform a boost. And then sensitive controls during the systems phase, you can perform a red barrel roll or a boost action. So here you go. They've got both configs so they can either they can as a they can as they can take a focus or they can barrel boost as their like post maneuver thing or they can do systems phase and they can do a red barrel or red boost they can't link from that because the next one is an action oh no they've got prime thrusters i've just checked the the other side they've got prime thrusters and disciplined as well so basically that that is a unique ship so it's just that one yeah, all right, Sigma Four. Yeah, so he's really good. He's really repositional, but he will—he can't do it off taking a token. Um, so, except for, yeah, no, he can't do it and take a token. Um, so he's got sensitive controls, and then he's got the ability to do all sorts of shenanigans with moving about twice because uh, they're non-recurring charges. Um, I mean, it's quite good that he's got prime thrusters and sensitive controls. Yeah, and his ability. So he, twice per game, after he does a barrel action, he can spend one chance to perform a boost action. And because of prime thrusters, you can do that last rest. So yeah, that yep. uh, I mean seems quite cool. I yeah. don't like him for one simple reason. I really don't like sensitive control. The other ability is so much better. Yeah, the the ability to token reposition is really strong. Yeah. Um, or double reposition. Are you- you know, there's a reason you don't really see sensitive controls in play, except for on a limited couple of ships that can get benefit out from somewhere else, um, like high initiative. And so, I've flown flown like a lot of low initiative um, interceptor swarms, and a lot of the time I was like, focus reposition to really command the board. Yeah, I, I know other people have done well with it, but it's it's not for me. I mean, what's interesting is if these are going to be available in standard play as optional 
like loadouts that you could just drop into your squad instead of building something and pay whatever points for it. Um, this version of standard sensitive controls isn't standardized. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. There's some somebody pretending they're in Fast and the Furious driving down my 20 mile an hour speed limit road outside my house. Oh, we had a quad come past before. Yeah, it's somebody in a blue BMW who's drilled a hole in the side of his exhaust, and his dad's probably quite cross with him about it. Um, so you yeah, sound like well, you've reported into the police a few times. More than once. You know the car. You're about to reel off his uh, reg in a second, aren't you? More than, more than <laughs> he's, he's not the only one. <laughs> I am that miserable old man. Um, yeah, you do live in Bolton, though. So I know. Um, so anyway, was what I was saying was that these sensitive controls aren't standardised. So um, you could have one of these ships in, and then you could have soon tier fell and soon tier not to have to have um, the sensitive controls thing that screws is post move reposition unless you choose to put it onto the loadouts um, because this is part of the ship ability. Um, not it's not the replacement version. So um, the next one he also has these sensitive controls things. Um, his his Sigma, he's, he's called Sigma 7. So we've got Sigma 4 and Sigma 7. Sigma 7s during the system phase, you can spend a charge to acquire a lock on the defender. So we're <laughs> leaning into giving people the easy way to get double mods. Have you so, not noticed that with system phase, no one is the defender? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a typo, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder if it's just going to be like in your arc or something. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, apparently it was supposed to be in your arc at range zero to one or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. It's zero to one's pretty restrictive though, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest. We all thought they got rid of the FFG staff, but these errors are proof that it kept at least one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what you can do here is if you're at range one of somebody, is you can take... the you can take the lock in the systems phase. You can bar roll out with your sensitive controls. You can too hard back in and take a focus. So you can you can play the mini phantom game and have a double modded attack, or you can have a barrel roll and then, you know, take an evade or whatever. You know, you can gives you a lot of knife fighting options to have modifications like on K turns and stuff on attacks, so that you're not having that weird little whiffy turn where you don't get to do anything really. Do you think they'll let me just tip X out with sensitive controls? Because I really enjoy flying interceptors. <laughs> <laughs> and some of these seem like they'd be fun. But yeah, do do what you want, man. Maybe maybe they'll come in a maybe they'll come in a pack without all of the stuff attached to them. Like, you know, fire control system, targeting computer and marksmanship. Which you would probably put on these ships anyway, you know. Hey, what what well, this guy can get free target locks. Yeah, let's give him FCS. <laughs> Seems good. Um I mean, it's a bit weird because during the systems phase, you can acquire a lock, but they've given them a targeting computer because a theme. You can't have a lock without a targeting computer. But according to the rules, you can if you acquire it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, I I like the, it the leans in with the fire well. control, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. I like uh, the names they've given them. They seem significantly better than the ones they gave to the Z95s. What? Drift and boost and slide. Yeah, they're less on the nose. Stub. Weren't Sigma Z95s Sigma the last of um, FFG? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is it, it's very clear from the um, the design and the styling of these that these are these have been done by a completely different design team. So this is this is AMG product right here. Um, so 
this is where we get to start to judge them on their game design <laughs> stuff rather than on you know the quality of the use of oxygen that they have in their day-to-day lives as liam liam likes to judge them on that i do think that the, the, the interceptors will probably be fun in in this scenario yes yeah they will um i realize i'm solely judging them on competitive play <laughs> and that's not necessarily what they're for is it no no they're not they're they're for this this scenario or these scenarios as we'll come on to in a second um there specifically for that you can drop them into into um competitive play and into standard from what they've said before but you know they might change their minds um you never know about what they're going to do with this um so the next card is anakin skywalker and an eta2 um so we now know that there's going to be a second battle box set so the first one's going to be the battle of yavin the second one's going to be the siege of coruscant did you Um, do you know if they're coming out the same time haven't got a clue. I haven't had a chance to watch the actual stream yet. I've just <sighs> read all the spoilers. I, I <laughs> would imagine, I believe, Battle of Yavin's been up for pre-order. Oh, was it? I, I could okay. be wrong, but I thought that had been up for pre-order. Okay. I mean, the, the Coruscant one, this is the first we'd heard of it in Battle of Yavin. They spoiled a little while ago. So, um, But, I mean, uh, Anakin Skywalker in in an ETA 2, he's got exactly the same stat line. He's got exactly the same abilities um, and exactly the same ship ability. So, intuitive controls and then something with lots of words that involves Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, (laughs) Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, no. No, no, his ship ability is different. It It is, yeah. It used to be clear as stress, and now it's may perform a barrel roll action. Because spinning's a neat trick. That's true. It is. Um, so yeah, instead of clearing uh, a red token, now he can perform a barrel roll action after he lands for free. So that's a bit filthy. Um, but it's it not is free, action. though, is it? No, it is an action. It's not. Because uh, you have to spend any... force as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's limited. Um, what do you call it? The one on the Delta Sevens. <laughs> the thing they can do. Sensitive controls. So, no, um, oh, you throw me off. That's Fine-tuned. it. <laughs> it's like a limited version of that because you can only barrel roll and only in specific circumstances but I mean it's handy because it allows you to barrel roll out of one arc and take an evade which currently he's kind of stuck with oh no I'm in a bad yeah. spot I can either barrel roll to dodge one arc or take an evade now is this precog effectively not really because he has to fully execute the maneuver and then land he's not doing it before he moves yeah precog was before oh. he moved wasn't it yeah I don't know. Never used it. Oh. If you anyway, use supernatural reflexes, it was pretty much the same as that. Yeah, he comes with malice, <laughs> which is sad. Uh, well, no, and malice is good. That's that's not. Yeah, true. I quite that's like malice. Anakin. Malice is amazing on this Anakin. Um, he comes with ancillary ion weapons. This is sad because this yeah. is the um, this is the alpha esque title, not the best title for V wings. So you say this for... is sad, but this is thematic. Yeah, before you perform a primary attack, which is a two-dice attack, instead of trying to do damage, you can have a one-in-eight chance of maybe doing a crit if it hits. Yeah. Haven't you got crit modifiers like Malice? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather just do a crit, though? Nah, because I'm trying to prove a point in this argument. Okay. Um, (laughs) He also comes... And he can only do it every other turn. Um, And then you've got R2-D2 
uh, with two charges, which is the Republic R2D2, which is going to deplete um, in uh, after after you activate. But before you move, you can get a deplete to repair a damage card, recover a shield, or remove a device at range zero to one. So it's the same, but he's got two charges. I can't remember if this one had three. I think he's only got two in Republic. As normal. I kind of wish that iron weapon was something crazy, like some crazy iron weapon. Yeah. Imagine if you gave him an ion cannon. Yeah. Just imagine. Then he would okay have an iron that. cannon. I mean, he can have it now, can't he? Uh, not on that no. build. It's locked in. No, I mean, like normally though, you can oh, pay right, six yeah. points for an ETA Anakin, and you can just have a normal ion cannon. Yeah, you can, but nobody does. So, I don't know. I yeah, like get the impression with these that, like with that Anakin, especially, you just want to be nuking stuff off. He's not a control piece, is he? No, that's the thing. It's like with those with the V wings, the, the plinking shots. Anyway, usually you're probably getting him into range one for a a really good shot, aren't you? You're yeah. probably looking more for that bullseye shot. I think the only time we've seen those ESK cannons really used is when you get the alphas, the the, the V wings in mass. Because um, do you remember that event I ran, whatever it was, five of them or six of them plus Rick or something? <laughs> yeah, um, actually, I do now. And that was yeah. really funny because there was a turn where you just went, and I'm going to try an eye on you now. And you, all six of them, you just went, I'm going to see if I randomly have under all crits. And eventually you do. <laughs> it's just, and now you're ioned. And now, I, now I can shoot you with actual guns. But um, yeah, I can't see that really ever being used. But, you know, again, he'll be in the Battle of Coruscant and he'll be having a great fun. Or the Siege of Coruscant. Um, next one, Shark T. She's got a different ability. At the start of an end phase, you may perform a purple coordinate action even while stressed. After you perform a purple action, if the chosen ship has the born for this ship ability, you may coordinate one additional ship. So we'll come on to the born for this ability in a, in a second when we get to read what some of the clones do. Um, Shakti comes with marksmanship, brilliant evasion, the same iron weapon thing, and an R4P astromech, which is the one that allows you to twice in the game reduce the maneuver, uh, the difficulty of a basic maneuver. Um, so really good astromech. Um, Marksmanship and Brilliant Evasion are decent, and then free coordinate in the end phase. Do you think end so, phase is a typo? Because it seems really rubbish. Um, take a target lock. In the end phase, though? Yeah. Yeah, so it sets you up for the next turn. But everyone knows that's the ship you want, then. That one just goes, some, okay, yeah, I'll, some, I'll disengage. The thing is with X-Wing, it doesn't matter if you know. It matters if you can stop it in half the time. Yeah, you I get it. So it's also interesting because after you perform, so it's better than battle um, meditation because it's after you perform the coordinate action, if the chosen ship has the bone for this thing, so basically if it's a clone, um, you may coordinate an additional ship. You don't need to do the same action. So you don't need to boost them both or lock them both. You can give one a lock, one a boost, one a lock bone, a barrel roll, whatever. You know, you can just do whatever, man. And it's at the cost of one force. So rather than her spending a force for one person to retain a token, she can hand somebody a token. It does stop your token stacking um, because it's at the start of the end phase, which happens before cleanup. Yeah, so you can't um, do a focus or anything. Yeah, so you can't do a focus and, and keep it at that point, I think. But um, I'm not quite sure what the order of operations is in the end phase because it's a bit of a homogenous period. Um, to be honest, where stuff happens and somebody's setting a dial and nobody's really cleaned up their tokens and 
not quite sure. Um, so we get onto a clone, Axe, and we find out about Born for this. It's the ship ability uh, for uh, at least the Torrents, which is the only one that we've had spoiled that I can see. Um, so uh, Axe, his ability is after you perform an attack, you may choose another friendly ship. With the Born for this ability, at range 0 to 2 in your side arc, the chosen ship gains a lock on the defender. So I'm pretty sure that's Axe's same ability that he has in the Torrent anyway. Um, he comes with dead eye shot and barrage rocket, so he's got a three dice gun. Um, and born for this as well, another friendly ship at range zero to two defense. If you're not strained, you can spend your focus and evade tokens as if that ship has them. If it does, you gain a strain token. So basically token sharing for clones. So I don't like this. I get it because this is a similar thing they did in Legion, but they've pretty much given network calculations. But better, because they can share focus tokens. So again, they're doing what the droids do, but they're now doing it better. Well, they get a strain. Which means it gets steadily worse the more you do it. Mm. But the strain only comes into play if there's something to shoot you. I mean, fundamentally, what you're doing here is you're sticking one ship out on the point of a phalanx or you know tip of the tip of the spear and then everything else is being able to feed it tokens so that it can live for as long as possible but then the problem with that is that nobody else has got tokens then for shooting back with so i I I get it i think it's uh i think it's poor design this is already in, in the opposite side of the uh, the conflict. Yeah, but it, as I say, it is specifically on defending, so it's not like it's like network calculate where you can use it on attack or defense, so you not you not got clones buffing other clones attacking. It is very much like their dedicated, you know, uh, talent, where they are about sort of defending each other and supporting each other, so, I mean, it is, it is it's different enough that it's not network calculate by any means. Okay. And, yeah, and they can't take dedicated, is the other thing. Because yeah. it's a locked-in build, isn't it? So. And you can only do it really once. Because once you've done it, you're strained, aren't you? Um, yeah. Uh, so you can't, yeah. You so you can't do it for yeah. this. So if you get a strained and then get shot the next time uh, again, you, you can't do it again. I suppose the strain goes away when you get shot, don't you? Yeah, but it's the ship that's passing you the token that gains the strain. Oh no! If it uh, one of the ship defends, oh yeah, yeah. So the one that throws the token out is the one that takes the strain token. So it's not the one that receives the token; it's the one that passes the token that gets strained. I mean, so the, the can, interesting uh, thing is, sorry, I was, was going to say the interesting thing is that you can do it with evade yeah, tokens. Fair. So what I would yeah. probably do is I, I would evade with already not focus because then you can spend your own evade on defense and then spend somebody else's evade. Yeah, Poss- possibly two two. Um, yeah, yeah. So while another friendly ship defends, so let's say one of your torrents is defending, it's a range three shot, you got three green dice, and you blank out, you spend your own evade, and you can spend two other ships' evades. Yeah. Kind of turns off barrage rockets, so if you don't take the focus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it I mean it's 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 a useful it's a useful thing, basically. I like it, it's fun. I think I, I see where Liam's coming from. It's a little bit too similar to network calculations um, to make I mean, it unique and special. I don't think we're going to see much of these competitive-wise anyway. Um, 
because we, we don't tend to see Torrance anyway. I guess yeah. price point may bring them in, but I feel like the Z95s are kind of filling that spot right now. Yeah. I don't think there's a space for Torrance anymore. It's the theme, though, This because this is a themed battle. It may be the, no, no, that's what I mean. I, I feel like it's, yeah. it's fun. I, I, didn't, I think I'll enjoy playing them in this scenario. But I don't, it's a, one of them other ones that doesn't necessarily cross over too well into the competitive play. Yeah. I, this doesn't make me go, oh, that's exciting, like some of the other previous ships have, where I've kind of gone, this is ridiculous, like the Han Solo that we talked about before. <laughs> Just do what he wants. Um, have we got that to him yet? No, the, he's not in this bunch of spoilers because he was, he was oh, like a couple of like about six or eight weeks ago or something um so the next one is Count Dooku though so he's got the same pilot ability in the scimitar um so um or this Sith, Sith infiltrator but he's got some cool things so he's got new force powers so he's got malice which we all know about but he's also got one called roiling anger which is <laughs> at the start of the engagement phase if you're in an enemy ship's uh, primary arc or front arc, sorry, not primary arc, front arc, you may gain a strain token to recover a force. So cool. Uh, this is a different pilot ability. Is it? If it yeah, is, because I was just about to read through it. It's similar to Duke his crew. crew card, but his pilot one is spend a force to remove a blue token. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's similar to his crew, but slightly different because it's during an attack so you can't do it on rocks and bombs that's actually the cruise like that as well now is it okay yeah so it is the crew ability basically yeah but it was nonsense weren't it let's be honest yeah but the crew one you have to spend all your remaining force so it sucks if you put him on (laughs) a on mall so to speak but this one you still spend one providing you're going from full force yeah I mean, it looks good. It looks fair. As opposed to deeply cheaty. It would be nice to see a scimitar on the board. I won't lie. Especially because I've got a lovely painted one by Jace. And he's also Initiative 5. Yes. Oh, not 3. Yeah, good point. Oh, good spot. I hadn't seen that. Is it a typo? Who knows? (laughs) No, uh, they actually alluded to it in the stream that it's at the height of his powers just before he dies. I can I just say I was. Whoa! Talk- spoiler alert, Liam. I say, I <laughs> oh yeah, to- he had powers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Tim, Tim, go on, go on, Tim. I, I was say I was slightly disappointed because I hadn't zoomed in and I thought that said Rolling Andrew, and I thought <laughs> they were talking about the droid, you know, that pilots him off in his little sun sailor. Oh, yeah. uh, and then, and then I then I zoomed in and I was like, okay, it's not Rolling Andrew at all. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Um, next one. Before we go on to this card, I'm going to ask you a question. I would totally fly that. Try fighters. Good, bad, or terrible? Terrible. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I've, I've got, got a stream you. game saved of Liam, just showing how bad they are. <laughs> Never to be deleted. You'll be watching it in your nursing home, chuckling to yourself. <laughs> That's so, more of an indictment of how bad I was. I think. <laughs> so rather than d- the strength of the ship. <laughs> So this is D D I S T B one maybe. Um T eighty one. Oh T eighty one, okay. Uh he's an I four uh tri fighter, so he's got three attack, three defense, three hull, no shields. Uh while you defend or perform an attack, you may re-roll any number of your dice. Then if you were defending, gain a strain token for each die that you re-rolled. If you were attacking, gain a deplete token for each die that was re-rolled instead. So um little bit of uh, free rerolls, but with consequences. He's got network calculations, so he can steal, apparently focuses, 
uh, from friendly ships. Uh, you may spend what? a calculate token from a friendly ship to change. Oh no, to change your focus results. Sorry, I saw the symbol but didn't read the words. Um, I just wondered then what is the other about? Yeah, no, my brain, my so brain old just... school Polly came back for a second then. <laughs> what do you want the card to say? What do you want the card to say? That's what it says. Um, so this ship comes with outmaneuver, afterburners, and contingency protocol, which is after the ship is destroyed. Another friendly ship at range zero to three with contingency protocol may perform an action even while stressed. So there we are. Um, I still don't like them. It's got outmaneuver and well, afterburners. That's the 20 points of upgrades. The no, ship 24 model. 24 points of upgrades. It's still beautiful. Yes. Oh, it's, it, I think it's the best separatist ship. Yeah, model. it's such a shame that we don't see more of them because the model really is good. Um, I did hear a rumour, though, that for this scenario that the droids will come back after they die. So that might be quite interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. See if they've got a regen thing. Um, I'm not sure that all of those upgrades, like 30 points of upgrades, actually make them better. But I mean, I, 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 mean, I wouldn't dare take any of the rerolls on my green dice unless I was about to die anyway. So, I mean, um, yeah. So you, but, I mean, you get a deplete on attack, so that seems fine. And that basically yeah. means that you're double modding your attack dice, doesn't it? And you've got yeah. that maneuver as well. So, you know, you're definitely hitting. You're definitely punching. Um, and that's that's but, the scary thing. And also, I think I'm always sad because I bought three of these because I really like the model, but they just they just don't they don't handle the game very well. They just don't seem to. You never get your points worth of anything. No. We send there, Tim. I'm going to say that, don't forget as well, Like if you're only taking one shot, then you know taking a, a strain for a re-roll is, is like almost with no consequence. But I, I feel these guys have got a fairly decent dial, um, so that I think there was some uh, some good blue on it that you'll be able to clear clear those red tokens off. I think uh, like all the threes are blue. No, so it's the three forward, three hard. Two hard? A blue. I think, I think a lot of the hards hard are blue, aren't they? The, the main problem with them is that they've got a calculator... Um, rather than a focus, that's when I find they always die. Yeah, and it's network, not independent, isn't it? Which yeah. is, um, you'd you'd probably want to run a few of them together. I kind of yeah, wish so. they'd done something like um, independent, but not take the um, the stress for the double calculate. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. They don't see play at the minute, so you know, any play that they do see as a result of this, we'll see an improvement, won't it? Um, so, uh, can one, try him again. Yeah. <laughs> so we're next one's a hyena bomber DBS thirty two C. Um, after you perform a calculate action, uh, you can spend a charge to perform a jam action. It's got two charges, not recurring. It's got network calculations. It's got plasma torps. It's got contingency protocol again, and it's got a strut lock override. So at the start of your activation, you may spend a charge if you do ignore obstacles while you move through them this round. So it doesn't it's collision have, detector. Yeah, it doesn't have grappling struts, so it can't park on rocks, but it can just yeet over obstacles. Um, and it's I got two it. charges to do that. So yeah, it is collision detector. Um, and yeah, while you perform a calculate action, you can spend a charge to get a jam. So you can calculate and then jam something that's in range one of you, and then be prepared to nuke it if it flies away with a plasma torp or whatever. Seems okay. Yeah, I really like it. I like the struts lock as well because a lot of the times, sometimes you land on the rock just because you can. It's not necessarily 
especially because with the rocks now, when you do land on them, usually you can't you can't sort of rotate and barrel roll off. Yeah, which I found kind of killed a lot of my droid swarms. That I used to fly a lot of. Yeah, but this but no. this way, just yoloing over it, you can still do your nonsense. <clears throat> yeah. And um, uh, collision detector is great. Mm. Um, but we don't take it because it's expensive and in a rare <laughs> slot. Um, so uh, we're on to the next lot. So these ones are actually, we're out of the battle packs now. So the, the, all of those cards are coming in either the Siege of Coruscant or the Battle of Yavin packs. Uh, there is a rumor that the First Order Resistance pack is going to come as well. Um, but that's a rumor. So that it's going to be, you know, it's going to bring Star Fortresses back in um, and contain a bunch of stuff uh, so the the hope is that it's going to give star fortresses a good ship ability or something that makes them not pointless Transim. yeah <laughs> that's the big shout or you know the ability to just drop a bomb from any side or something like that you know just wasn't there one of them who could do that anyway yeah 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 so they've got a lot of options for what a ship ability could be i hope um, they do bring them back because i've got two of them yeah, some, some I, hilarious fool on the internet said that the ship ability should be that as soon as you fly them onto the board, they all explode apart from one. Um, <laughs> I actually, I bought three of them, but I sold one because in 1.0, I had this weird idea that three of them was going to be like meta breaking. Um, and I, I was really wrong. It broke the meta. <laughs> it broke, broke the meta in the own four tables. <laughs> well, I thought because it had that two dice thing on it, like turret and accuracy corrector. It's like, it's always two hits. And then everyone's yeah. like, it was like super modified, everyone else. So we're just like, oh, I've dodged that one again. Yeah. What, you just yeah. realized that everyone had uh, auto thrusters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Still moment of hits. weakness. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, one of them's been evaded naturally, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm yeah. going to, uh, the, the next thing that we're going through is going to be some. Um, some cards that are coming out in, uh, they've alluded to a new Hotshot and Aces pack. They've said that it's going to include something like uh, five new pilots for each faction. So let's start speculating about what factions need what ships or what pilots might come from what different factions that don't One exist already. <laughs> I love card packs. I think it's an amazing idea. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, Ray in the T-65 is currently lighting up resistance chat. Um, <laughs> as the, Why are you, you know, in a special resistance chat? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But the first one that we've got here is is a fang fighter from Scum. Uh, so uh, aside from all of the normal fang fighter nonsense, Concordia is in there. Uh, this guy's I three. Oh he's yeah. Called Tor Fun, and he, his ability is after you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, you may perform an action even while stressed. Then you may gain two strain tokens to perform a bonus attack. How cool is the art as well? It's like a oh, fang fighter please. blasting through its the dead ship. Yeah, he's literally. I do like just, it. Yeah, I love that art, and I love the ability. Like, two strain uh, tokens is rough, but at I3, it's how rough. Many things, how many things? Yeah, but if you can, like, you? barrel roll into, like, range one of something else, blast the hell out of it and just disengage for a turn. Yeah. It's going to have Fearless Staple to it as well, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I would like to point out that on the stream, uh, Plumber did say that you gain two strain, and then it's a big downside because then you're rolling one edge afterwards, to which I was really upset because he doesn't know that strain doesn't stack. Maybe it should. He's the lead developer. Well, this is it. There could be a rules change coming. You never know. 
all these things that give you two strain tokens that means that you know your one blue move gets rid of one of them but you know nah i can't see them i hope it doesn't stack because that would be awful (laughs) yeah it would be it literally just kills um, ships all these ships that have got these strain abilities because you know you're like oh yeah i can risk going down by one for a couple of turns it's fine um yeah kind of ruins them like babu frick oh No, not um, overdrive. What's it? Over overtuned modulators. Overtuned modulators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. take three strain tokens because you never. Like that card would never play again. Would it? <laughs> no. Um, next ship, Poe Dameron, I six Millennium <laughs> Falcon. Wow. Uh, this, so his... this whole thing is disgustingly dirty. <laughs> it it's is got strong memories of Dash here. Uh, is it's rude um we can talk about dash in a second anyway yeah, but, yeah. um so his he's now called a difficult man so there's now trigger happy flyboy commander poe and a difficult man um so this is the third version of poe um this is obviously from the rise of the skywalkers movie where he's light speed skipping the falcon trying to avoid some uh some things and setting it on fire so all that said um it is a falcon is is subtitle yeah but it's you know movie appropriate so do you feel it kind of matches for you as well liam no he's just jealous that he got it oh because you're not a man So Poe's ability in this ship, and I'm going to read this slowly to make sure I get it right, but also to allow people to go up at how funny <laughs> it is. Um, so he's a normal Millennium. He's a normal Resistance Falcon. He has two recurring charges. Before you execute a maneuver, you may spend one charge. If you do, ignore obstacles during that maneuver. So three bank over a rock, it's fine. You can just ignore it. It's all good. But just while you're moving, so you can't boost off rocks and all that kind of stuff with overlap. You can't land on it either. You can't land on it. You still take the effect if you land on it. Um, no, you don't because you're ignoring the obstacles during the manoeuvre. So you can land on While it. While you but... move. So if you land yeah. on it, you it's still, still part don't of the get manoeuvre. Yeah, it's still part of the manoeuvre. You still don't get to shoot though, do you? you don't get no, to but shoot, you can boost right? off. You, you could boost off as long as your front nubs aren't on it. I mean, you're a big um, ship. I'd like to think your front's hanging off. <laughs> Unless you've really misjudged it. Um, so that's not all of his ability, though, because that would be good enough, right? Because, you know, and these two recurring charges basically means that he can do that every turn if he wants to. He can just ignore obstacles every turn if he wants to. After you fully execute a maneuver, you may spend two charges, something you can do every other turn, to perform a white boost action or a red barrel roll action. <laughs> then, if you performed a red barrel roll action, expose one damage card if able. So if you've got all your health and all of your, uh, if you've got all of your shields active, you can barrel without really taking any consequences other than the fact that you're stressed. But Ray's Millennium Falcon title is free <laughs> and allows you to well, boost it, while though? stressed. If well, it's a zero it. point upgrade if he, he can might... take it. Okay, yeah. but if it if he can take it, then it will allow him to do a boost while stressed because that's what the talent. The, title allows you to do which means that at i6 <laughs> your large based falcon can barrel roll and then boost i hope he can because i'd love nonsense <laughs> like this um and to that's be fair, i'd just it, be it happy to see more falcons on the table because they're such a good looking ship yeah they're, like, uh, they're totally such iconic. an iconic yeah. yeah i mean so so the thing to remember here is that and i'm stretching 
stretching and clutching at straws here for why this isn't unbelievably good is that you can't ignore obstacles and boost barrel roll. You can ignore obstacles and boost because yeah. you've got a native boost on the on the ship. But you know you can put an engine upgrade on this. Um, if you assume that Poe has got a decent loadout, this ship is going to come with Ray Gunner um, stapled <laughs> yeah, onto <definitely>. it. Yeah, <laughs> um, You know, uh, it. You know, you've then got other kind of upgrades that you can put on to to just make it into a, a ridiculously fast-moving, action-efficient ship. Because, you know, you, you just every other turn the ability to just do a free boost to get into range one and then take a lock and have a lock and a force and ray gunner is basically like 3.7 hits or something stupid like that it's just like yeah i'm I'm doing lots of hurt here to you um and if you can squeeze rose on as well then you're getting free target locks so you know you're just taking focuses it's all just you put finn on as well no because you got ray gunner they tend to only have one gunner slot in the falcon but oh he's finna gunner Finn's a good yeah. yeah. I and don't know. Ray Gunners are arguably better than the pilot. Yeah. It's a friendship Cause... faction and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a really, really good thing. The biggest downside to this card is that the pilot is called Poe Dameron and he's yet another <laughs> I six that precludes you using the other good I sixes in the faction. Um the I faction think he gives is... um Flyboy Poe a bit of a room for his money though. Yeah, he does. Um I think he'll I think the ship is gonna come in at around about the same cost as Han was. Um but maybe but Han was six and Ray is eight, so he might come in at seven, but uh because his ability's so strong. But then it depends on his loadout value. Like if he's got a crap loadout value, then he'll be fine, but he won't be broken. If he's got a high loadout value, then he'll be insane for a short period of time. Um but yeah, I really like it. I'll use it at some point. Of course, yeah, so. um, because it'll be good fun. Any um, excuse to use that little Lego Falcon I've got? <laughs> <laughs> um, move on to the next one. Here we go, Liam. We're into the hate and anger faction, so we're into um, why didn't my daddy love me? The faction. It's the first order. We've got. It's because Joel. of your personality, Liam. <laughs> oh, we knew that. <laughs> so we've got Joel Gergerod, uh, who is a security commander. He is in a TIE bomber. He's I-4. Uh, he's got all of their typical nonsense. Uh, oh, yeah. During the systems phase, you can perform a boost action. Whatever. Um, and his ability is that after you perform a boost action, you may spend a charge. He's got three to remove one non-lock red or orange token. So there you go. You can boost to remove uh, ion. So strain. Under Ion stress, strain. because his boost is his native boost is red. It means if you don't do it in the systems phase, you can do it as your normal boost, then spend a charge to remove it straight away. Uh, Haven't we got another Jarrod? Moth Jarrod used to be in the. He's a decimator pilot. Uh, no, he's a crew. Yeah, a crew. That you, he's like, oh, yeah, spend a charge, now everyone boosts. Oh, yeah, that's why I remember him. I love that kind of grid. Is it definitely like hard J's or are they silent J's? Is this Yul Yerod? Yul Yerod. Yeah, Yul Yerod. Is he like, what if Edward Woodward had no D's in his name? He'd be called Ewar Wewar. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Rich. What? 
You're such an old git. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you know, somebody laughed. <laughs> I'll take it. I, I mean, it. that yeah, just shows you... how much younger than us Liam is because he'd never heard that before. But the, you, like, I spent like a good hour replacing all the vowels with just O, and nobody <laughs> understood what I was saying in any of my messages, and I thought that was hilarious. So it's, it's a poor audience. <laughs> I mean, um, it's another. It, the, the, I think the thing with this guy is that he's competing against Grudge, right? That's what I was about to say. He's just not as good as Grudge and Breach. Um, is he Breach, the one who goes over here? Yeah, uh, Breach. Yeah, he's I five. His his main ability is he's I five, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's, uh, that's mm. who is. I mean, his ability is really good as well. Yeah, it is. But that's who he's competing against, and yeah. qu- quite honestly, it's more of a. You're either a bomber, like a, a like a bomber chassis, or you're going to lob in tops, aren't you, of some kind? Yeah. I don't think it'll see much play. Might do. You never know. That's the thing. You never know. It depends on loadout value. depends on cost. You know, if he's a three-point bomber, then he might see play. Um, I mean, me and Liam are the ones who play first order, and we both don't believe you. Fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> skipping skipping back briefly to the Battle of Yavin, because in the order that I put these on where I'm reading them from, there's a dark curse towards the bottom. So he's a he's an old TIE fighter from version one that I remember. Um, yeah, I don't remember what his old ability was though. No, um, but his Battle of Yavin ability is while you defend the attacker's dice cannot be modified. So there's an a nice anti torpedo ship. That's really um, good, actually. That was like do Omega you think... Leader. Dark Curse is like a predecessor to a Meeg leader. Do you think she, she got a new nickname? Maybe. Well, she's called uh, something else now, isn't she now? It's an I6 Meg, uh, TIE Midnight. Fighter. Midnight, that's it. With four hull. I6 TIE Fighter with four hull. Ruthless precision iron engines. And I actually like it. that. I could yeah. see that transferring over to um, a competitive play as well. Yeah. The four hull's a bit cheeky. I'm just going to go and look up Dark Curses version one. Well, the original one. <laughs> yeah, on on jordaner.github.io in case anybody was wondering where you can see version one stuff. It's um, not the old, the old Yasby still. It's running, the old it? Yasby, yeah. The version one Yasby before um, Rathos took it over was by a guy called Jordan uh, R. Um, so Dark Curse, he was, he was previously skill six, so they've just copied that but forgotten that there was a seven, eight, and nine then as well, <laughs> um, and it was uh, ships attacking. You cannot spend focus tokens or reroll attack dice, so it's the same ability. Oh, yeah. So there you I go. guess they changed it because we've got more ways to mod now. Yeah. yeah but there you go. So he's made a comeback. Um, then we've got Dex Tyree from the Battle of Yavin pack, who's another Y wing. He's got a two dice dorsal turret, which makes me think the three dice one. Was a uh, a typo. Um, Sad times. He's got advanced proton torpedoes and an R four astromech. And his ability is: while you defend, if there is at least one other friendly ship at range zero to one, you may roll one additional defense dice. So oh, like good, it. good for your trench runs, basically. And he's got hope. You got love hope. hope. Yeah. I love hope. <laughs> I mean, uh, anything to give Y wings more defense dice is probably good. Yeah. Um. Did we talk about... Is that range of a friendly ship? Oh, it's range one of you, isn't it? Yeah. That's quite nice. 
I like um, it. They also spoilered the other um, wing mate of Vader, so they spoilered Backstabber and Molar Missile. They've both got the same ability, um, which is as long as you're in formation with one of the other one, the other one or Darth Vader, you get to roll an additional attack dice. Molar Missile has Afterburners and Predator. Um, Do they have the same um, loadout? No, the other one had Crack Shot. And Afterburners. And Afterburners. So Backstabber had Crack Shot, Disciplined, and Afterburners, and Molar Mythal's got Predator. And I like that, because you can literally just have these two together and off they go. Yeah. I, I actually think you'll probably see these two in play, if, if they're cheap enough, just as two ships that fly out together. I mean, he's got he's got four hull as well, actually. Obviously, what you I have to do, it, they could be type. These could all be typos. So, I mean, until I see a physical card, I'm not going to believe. Well, it. yeah, because the other, um, backstabber's only got three hull. Yeah, but he's got more loadout, so maybe that's where the whole thing come from. Uh, yes. Rich, even seeing the physical card doesn't really confirm anything because we've all seen the tie wisp base plates. <laughs> True, true. Uh, FFG. We have rose-tinted glasses so much, but but yet, still. All I'm going to say is Caption Rex. Caption Rex, yeah. yeah. Bless him. Hey, um, I just want to point out, I am being pro-AMG here. I know. This is me ragging on FFG. I'm going to come down and check your temperature in a minute, except for it's too far away, and I'd be hot. The only accurate way to get it right now is in a place you don't want to go. I was going to say something awful, but I won't, so it's fine. Uh, so there is one more cool thing. I'm going to move on. There's one more cool thing that's been released, which is a condition card that um, goes on to the Rebel side when you are playing in the Battle of Yavin scenario, which is called Yahoo. Can you um, not shout it and sound like... Yahoo! <laughs> you're, all, you're all clear, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. Um, Can that be the new sensor sound? What, what? You know, sorry, sorry. What? Let's blow this kid and go home. What? <laughs> I think I said thing or whatever. I can't remember. Uh... So Yahoo is Battle of Yavin scenario only. At the start of Place Forces step um, of setup, the Rebel player must assign this condition to a friendly large ship, or as it's also known, your Millennium Falcon. Setup start, start in reserve. When you are placed, you must be placed beyond range one of any enemy ship. So you start in reserve and eventually you get placed. At the start of the engagement phase, if a friendly ship has been assigned the attack run condition, you may be placed anywhere in the play area beyond range one of enemy ships. Then gain a strain token and a focus token. You engage at initiative seven on the turn you enter the play area. Remove this condition during the end phase of the round in which you enter play. So basically you get to drop ship. Um, a falcon into range close to the things that are attacking the things that are in the trench trying to blow up the Death Star. Um, and then you get to do a double modded attack on it, I guess. At the start of the engagement phase, no single modded. Um, so, but, you know, you've got a focus token attack. Um, so you place yourself somewhere at range two and you do a three dice attack into Darth Vader and send him spinning off into space. Um, that's the theory. The attack run condition is really long and complicated and basically limits massively what you're allowed to do when you're on a trench run. Um, basically, you can only fly straight if you would execute a non-straight maneuver, get a strain and fly straight anyway. Um, you can attack the exhaust port, but only with a torpedo, blah, 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 blah. There's a whole bunch of conditions associated with it, but it's basically you're yeeting down the thing. Um, 
so those are the cards that they talked about and spoiled other things that they that i've picked up on and i'll rattle through what i know and then you guys can go oh don't forget about this um so they're going to re-release the imperial bomber uh it's been reworked and is looking at a quarter one release of 2023 uh so what's that, about nine months from now we're going to see a bomber it's going to come out at the same time as the reworked yt2400 outrider dash baby um so they're coming back in q1 next year so but not, any not the dash you know yeah they've said it's going to be totally different right the reworked ability they Everybody loves him, but they don't love his ability. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's coming back. And the Bombers are an iconic ship that really should have been reprinted sooner. But um, I'm happy with them that they're reintroducing those back into the game uh, as the next set of reprints um, because the Bombers are iconic. Um, so it's brilliant to have them back. Um, the uh, the meme ship that is only exists because the community did a 748-page forum thread about it, the Alpha-class <laughs> Starwing is going to be re-released in quarter four of 2023. So if you're currently sitting on four unopened Star Wings, watching the price going up like a Bitcoin raffle, um, <laughs> and it's time to cash in um, before they price drop. Price has already down. dropped. I'd say I bet, as, I bet as soon as they announce this, the price bottomed out. Yeah. I mean, they were up to kind of 60, 70 quid a, a ship. Um, and I think some people were just holding on to them, you know, out of a, well, I might want to use it I'd love to point, see but... some... Uh some new pilots for it as well yeah because i've i think i've got i've got i've got a couple yeah i've got that's what, that's what you you were saving them for to pay for the new kitchen and your new house weren't you you know i don't sell things <laughs> this is the problem <laughs> um and then the last interesting thing that they picked up on was that they say 2023 we'll see the return of store championships and a store championship win will come with an invite to Worlds 2024. So OP is back on the menu. What that means, we don't know. Will they support things in between store ch- championships and Worlds? Will there be system opens, nationals, regionals? No idea. We'd I'd be- like to see more store sort of kit night things because that's what gets people in. I know we all like um, system opens, nationals, regionals, all this rubbish. But uh, store level kit kit nights are really good. Well, they, they yeah. did allude to premier level events will give you buys at the worlds. So where a store championship would just give you a reserve seat, that doesn't give any flights or anything like that. Uh, an actual premier level event will, I think, give you a reserve seat plus a number of buys. Like I guess based on the, the level of the premier level event. Okay, I mean that makes sense. Um, and it's great because it makes me happy because it means that there are going to be events in between worlds and stores. So, you know, we already had the world qualifiers going on at the minute, that like the nationals level tournaments. And it's great to see that those are going to continue. Um, happy news about X-Wing OP is that Alex Watkins has um, joined the, uh, I don't know what to call them, the consultancy Alec Thorne set up for helping people to run OP and events for the gaming systems. Um, and they are current, uh, they ran the last. Um, OP, organised yeah. by events, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, has so, he left his job? I don't, it doesn't look like it. It looks like he's getting a consultancy gig. Um, hmm. So, but I don't, I don't know. But um, 
you know, it's one of those, we've got this guy who knows tons of stuff about running, initiating, developing, building OP. Um, so, you know, I guess we could maybe ask him uh, if he wants to come back and chat. Oh, I hope they get him involved because he did a, f- sorry, I was going to swear then, he did a really good job. Fantastic <laughs> job. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, let's be honest, there's very few people probably around that would actually, uh, TOs actually would sell tickets. But, you know, if, you know, if Alex is, involved in running the event that you know people will 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 back it and will turn up so i think that's a really good move and uh, pleased to see alex back in organized play yeah fantastic um have i missed anything out from the spoilers that you guys are aware of uh they said they were releasing start uh, single player starter sets that's right so each starter set comes with four ships from that faction and everything you need to start playing so you don't have to go for a standard starter kit anymore It'll yeah, get but, a printed rule reference and everything as well, but nothing new, so you don't have to buy it if you for if you're already in. It's a it's a route into the game, and it will contain yeah. existing which, upgrades. Which is good, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's been if needed. It's a, if it's a cheap way to buy a multiples of basic things, or to buy into a faction or something like, if you oh, I just want four Tie Fighters, be like, okay, you can buy them from here. Two two of those sets. Or just imagine though. The head start you get when it comes to starting a collection, if you were to buy one of these starter sets and one of the squadron packs. Oh yeah, that's I mean that's amazing. Like Star Sky Strike Academy plus the Imperial pack, and you've got a defender, two interceptors. Yep. And then whatever probably comes a, in this pack, a couple of tie probably fighters, a probably bomber, next two one. tie fighters, and the next one, yeah, something like that. I'm just. Um, I am really glad that they're not trying to make it so existing players have to buy one as well. Yeah, that's like a kind of a, a nice move. Yeah, because they could have to, they could have Palpatine totally put some Raider. random thing in country that we had to buy. Never go back to I Palpatine mean, and a Raider. C three PO as well. You know, the new Star Class at Star Wing thing they're re-releasing that will come with a pre-built. Uh, Ship, you know, like the ones we've run through for the Battle of Yavin. Like quick build card. Quick build, yeah, like a quick build type. They're not calling them quick builds, are they? No, no. So we will have to buy one of those. I'd buy one anyway if if it had new pilots in them. Because I do, I do enjoy, I did enjoy flying that ship beforehand. It'd be nice to see the um, the the cannon loadout utilized a bit more. Yeah, because it's always been majorly overshadowed by the other one. I must admit, the whole Star Wing thing just completely goes over my head. Like, I just don't get it. But I guess I didn't play whatever computer game it was that it came from. That I, I also didn't play it, but I enjoy flying them. They, they're one of the only it? ships that, um, be, well, at the time, where Slam was, you could be offensive with Slam rather than defensive. Yeah, I used them a bit in version one during the Harpoon Missiles. I had a couple of goes with them, borrowed them off people and stuff. And I was like, yeah, these feel like something that you would get a lot of value out of if you used them a lot. But, you know, then there was the meta where people were flying quick drawn three of them. Yeah, filthy. Disgusting. And that was the point where I just decided that that was enough and I didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) Um, So, um, Cool. Well, that was Mini Stravaganza. Um, we we live in hope that they'll do some more information or 
some additional happy kind of rumors you know people are going mad for t-85s and resistance b-wings and you know <laughs> I reckon, like, lambda reprints yeah no we won't get because that'll be a new model but what i do think we'll get for resistance is ray in a t-85 a t-65 sorry yeah, yeah i mean that's the that and wedge gunner and lando and the falcon for resistance are kind of the prime candidates for the the pilots that are going to come in in hot shots and aces you, you really do look at it and think mm, can't see any reason why it would do anything else to be <laughs> honest but um in terms of the other factions i don't know it'd be interesting to see things like the lambda shuttle coming back because it's such an iconic ship as well i'm um, quite happy to just see reprints with new pilots in yeah, Re- I totally buy them again. Ships. I don't mind. Yeah, and Re- a reprint of an iconic ship. As an ex- as, as an experienced, long-standing player, I have got more T sixty fives and um, T <laughs> seventies uh, with broken pegs and wonky <laughs> guns that having another model that looks nice is no skin off my. And the wings whatsoever. move. Yeah, you know, just like the, the new, the newly updated sculpts where the things move and it's articulated, they're really nice. Different paint jobs, they're really nice. It's fine, you know. Keep putting stuff on shelves. I'll keep buying it. It's all good. I, I do like the different paint jobs of things. It forces me to buy things. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, right, so that's mini extravaganza. Um, uh, XTC briefly. Bit of excitement this week. Um, Team Ireland has won its third game on the trot so we think Woo-hoo. we've qualified we don't think we can't qualify because the only team we've not played so far is scotland and scotland have lost two rounds i've which already told that's that a five and oh we've won all the head-to-heads to them uh we've won all do the head-to-heads listen. i do um but, um be kind because i'm quite looking forward to playing uh the lads uh because the they all basically came down to the last Sith Taker up and I hung out with them on the Saturday night and it was really nice to get to know some people that I only kind of knew tangentially. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to playing um, and I'm recording, I'm pairing after after we finish recording this. Who um, are you against? Sorry, I, I missed. Scotland uh, oh, for yeah. our last one. So Mel, Mel Gibson's lot. There's some great guys up there. Yeah, so um, so we're we're 3-0 and now in matches. Uh, so we think that we can't fail to qualify for the finals, uh, which is a really nice spot to be in. Um, so we're we're really we're we're really chuffed. Um, Not for you though, because you can't play. <laughs> I mean, first world problems. Uh, my wife has told me that on the Saturday I will be in Discovery Cove, swimming with dolphins and eating, doing an all-you-can-eat buffet and all-you-can-drink bar. Um, yeah, it sounds so like you should be playing swing. It's disgusting. What a waste of a day. S- Sunday, I'll be at Animal Kingdom, uh, basically riding roller coasters and walking around. So, you know, I'm I'm sure I'll survive, but I'll also spend a fair amount of the day refreshing Discord and asking for updates because <laughs> you can do that while you're walking around a theme park. It's fine. Um, so I, I'm really pleased with the guys, with the team. Um, yeah, you've done really you know, well. It, it I'm was really gen- proud of, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Especially because you've never done the pairings before either. I mean, to be honest, I think I got the pairings right one of the three weeks so far, and the other ones <laughs> just the, just the players did well um, and won games that we weren't expecting them to win. But this last round against Norway was kind of like Norway had been smashing people, um, and so we were kind of a bit uh, a bit nervous, and we managed to beat them four one, and we were four 0 up. Um, and the last game was the real tough matchup where I basically threw Nick from the Farcast under the bus. Um, 
but I told uh, you to let you down. <laughs> Kev Conrad, um, our Imperial player, won a top, really tough matchup. He was paired into Rebel Alpha, and it was a a bad matchup for him. And he managed to not just win it, but win it convincingly. Um, and then Cormac Higgins won um, uh, what was a fifty-fifty matchup. He was playing. Um, Republic four ship or five ship into uh, like a seven tie swarm, and it was a clinical execution of how you play trip aces against. Like he had hound flying around, like occasionally giving rerolls and seventh fleet gunner, but he had like three points of a triangle aces, you know, coming in, taking the swarm from all angles. It was like whichever of these three Jedi you look at, the other two are getting range one double modded attacks into you. Um, you know, burned Iden off quickly, and then, I mean, aided and abetted by below average green dice, he was nuking ships off every turn, and he ended up actually killing the full swarm in the end. Like he killed the last ship on the last turn. Um, so as well as getting his seven points for central co- objective control, he got the full twenty for ships. It was, it, it was insane to be honest. Watching it, I couldn't believe what he was doing. Um, it was filthy. Um, so yeah, we're really happy. Um, I just want to briefly get an update on England from Liam, um, who it turns out wasn't joking all along when he said he couldn't count. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, this time I trusted my opponent's ability because we all know I can't count. But so it turns you out said I found he's one tr- just as bad as me. You trusted a Frenchman. You've met Will yep. before, haven't you? He's well, a yes. French. He's proper French. Just doesn't sound it. No, <laughs> so anyway. so I've heard he, he pronounced vineyard, vineyard. I've played D&D with him. <laughs> yeah, he's a, French, he's a Frenchman from Manchester. Get, get Wrap that around your head. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, basically what happened was you and Aurelian played a game out, decided it was 2020 on, on like the sixth turn, played out another four turns or something, finished 24-24, and then about six or seven hours later, Aurelian went, hang on a minute. We both had one ship left, and my ship was worth seven, and your ship was worth six. How was there a one point? Uh, how how were we evens? Because there was yeah. never a, you, you can't get one extra point from chance encounter. Um, you'd have been two points ahead. Um, which, basically, which mathematically, it, it does work out. But yeah. the point I raised is that you may have got this extra point, but because we don't know where it came from. Or when it, it changes, came. or when it came, it does change how the game is played out. Yeah. So uh, I said to him, like, I'm happy to accept the draw. I don't think it's fair that I've played a game under a different set of win conditions. So I think a loss is a bit harsh, but I'm also happy to replay it. Mm-hmm. So we, we put it to the judges, up uh, to the captains, who then put it to Filippo, and he said, just as long as you, the captains, can come to an amicable um, an, an amicable agreement, just get on with it. So uh, we're going to be replaying on a Saturday. Okay. So less drama than I was hoping for, to be honest. Yeah, it was really nice. It was. It, he's a lo- he's lovely. Him. He is lovely. He's he's a member of the the secret resistance Illuminati. So, um, yeah, he's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm firmly in the in the neutrals camp on that game. I will be honest. <laughs> like, no, that's fair. Uh, there is another update in the XTC though. The pirates mm. have officially been. Uh, I put a petition out there, and nobody said no. So it's happening. 
Uh, the Pirates are now being called the Cabin Boys because they keep getting rogered every week. <laughs> uh, they can still... I mean, the, the, your group is really, really interesting. And I know Tim's been... Um, helping Ollie out with a lot of the pairings and you know the, the kind of the background stuff, but there's a I think there's a path to the final for everybody in your group apart from one, and it's the pirates. I, I think the pirates can still go, can't they? Fr- France no, were in I'm the d- France, were, France were in the worst position, and actually the draw is worse for France than it is for England. So because we we've already had our rest week, um, we would be one win, one draw. Whereas France would be on two losses and a draw, and they're, then they're out. You know, there's, they're, yeah. I don't see them qualifying. So replaying gives them a chance, but um, we, we're, we're backing our boy Liam to uh, get the W. Yeah. Yep. Nothing and like then, misplaced trust. And the, the Philippines are 2 0. Uh, England are, as you said, Tim, 1 and one one, a draw. 1, one but, and question mark. Yeah, but potentially 2 0 as well. Um, France have had a bit of a rough time of it so far. Uh, the Pirates can still technically qualify, I think. Yeah, but they won't. Um, but they need they to win. They don't have a real captain. <laughs> they need to win the rest of their games and hope that other results go for them, basically. And then Austria can also technically qualify as well. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hodgepodge. Um, we're not going to run through the rest of the XTC. Um, well, we'll, no, no, we'll no, no, that's not fair. Well played, Canada. Oh yeah, Canada beat USA. Um, so how I thought Canada were the worst ones in the group, according to some people. Yeah, I mean it's funny when trash talking happens, and and then you know you get knocked into a cocked hat. It's um, it's quite interesting when that occurs. I think it highlights the shortfall of the South Canadian educational system. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be honest, if you're going to trash talk, you have to know that sometimes it's going to come back and bite you on the arse. And how you deal with that is, you know, that, you know, that's what it's all about. And in fairness to Marcel kind of went, yeah, yeah, Canada just marked me down as a five against all those losers, whatever. This is the easiest week. And then he lost and he just came straight on and went, yeah, I lost because I flew like a chump. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Fair enough, but um, it was good, um, good, good bit of banter going on between the two teams, um, which is always good to see because obviously the South and North Canadians know each other very well um, from you know going to a lot of the same events, the big events on that continent. Um, so uh, it's good to see. Um, have we got anything else to talk about? Yeah, uh, I just want to mention the Curtain Games Summer Championships, just because our boy Chris Burnett won it. Yes, I think well he went. Un- I think he went undefeated as well. Yeah, he smashed I mean, that's through really it. Really easy to do when you are the only one that turns up. It, there was at least one other Burnett there. <laughs> Who he beat in top four? Probably drove him I believe. I believe we were talking about you topping a was it a fourteen-person event? Yeah. No, I mean, well done to Chris. I mean, this was, is um, this is a sixteen and a cut. So you know, yeah. you probably probably would have lost in the cut. <laughs> yeah, probably. So this was. Um, <laughs> Four rounds in a cut. Chris was flying uh, a resistance four ship. The same thing I was trying out at the club last week, but obviously Chris is better with it than I was um, because I did terribly with it um, just in two it. casual Chris games. And, uh, yeah, so it's Cova, um, Commander Poe, 
um, and I can't remember Kaz and um, Zori. Zori, Zori with uh, Torp. So it's a bunch of it's like a, a resistance alpha strike, but also a bit of toolbox um, kind of wrapped in with it. He so, said he got a lot of work out of Cobra, actually. Yeah, she's really with, good. With Leia. Yeah, white talon rolls on Poe. How's that scale? Yeah. I like that you can like hard one with Kova, which is technically red. Yeah, but you've got the R four, and then still use the layer elsewhere. Yeah, or and cord or coordinate, and still have a stress. Uh, still have a a force to mod your own dice with. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's it's it's there's an awful lot of interactions and jank in the list because Poe being able to pass actions, Zori being able to double mod herself. Um, you know, there's an awful lot of different options for how to generate action economy into the list. It's it's very, very janky fun. Um, so I'm probably going to give it another couple of tries because it is, you know, a good fun resistance list that's a little bit less oppressive than four Y-wings. You know, you slam four <laughs> Y-wings down opposite somebody in a club night. It's like, oh, now I've got to grind through that. But with uh, with this list, it's a, it's a little bit easier uh, to play through. So, yeah, well done, Chris. Well played, mate. Um, and I don't know, uh, Liam. You've just put in chat that you want us to push something. What is it? Uh, it is the Italian nationals. Okay. Uh, let me just load up the link because I'm prepared. <laughs> and in my defence, Rich was talking, so I carried on playing FIFA. <laughs> it's uh, nice that you're fully engaged with the uh, with the recording, Liam. It's alright. You were talking about resistance. I don't have to be engaged. I just say yes every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have to listen to him in case I need to tell him to shut up. You don't have to listen to him to do that. <laughs> do you want me to tell you what it is? What Italian nationals is? No, yeah. make him make him do it. Make him do it. He's the one who wants it's to a... talk about it. So the it's second the to the fourth of November, it's the Miniax Clash. It's in Italy. Starfighters Italia, which is the uh, Italian community-driven uh, organization, are running. Uh, an Italian, this is a world's qualifier, isn't it? Yes, um, yes, it is. So, Which yeah, means if so... you win it, AMG pay you to go and beat the Americans in their own tournament. Yeah, so uh, it is in, I want to say, <laughs> Milan, but I could be wrong. Uh, Milan, Rome, what's the difference? Uh, quite a lot of distance. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, it's really close on the Rome Total War map. <laughs> uh, Rome. It's in Roma. So, yeah, Rome. Uh, so, you know, wrap it in with a romantic weekend. In beat, beat the Pope Rome. at X-Wing. <laughs> Is Filippo Bosi the Pope of X-Wing? <laughs> maybe, yes. maybe. Uh, so anyway, that's um, that's Italian Nationals. There is another one going on in uh, Amsterdam that same weekend, I'm going to say, um, which was an unfortunate thing. Amster- the, the Dutch team um, put together a community-driven OP event, and then it got um, converted into a world's qualifier. So um, the same weekend, depending on where you want to go, if Amsterdam is your thing, then that. If Rome is your thing, then, you know, Italy. Um We've also got Hanover, which, aside from all of the flights being cancelled to Hanover, <laughs> uh, Tim and Ben are going to? Yep. At the moment, plus, yes. 
at the current travel plans say yes. Yeah, um, this is it. Like, the, the worst thing is that the the only way we can get there now is by staying overnight in Amsterdam. So hopefully, oh no. hopefully we'll make it to Hanover. But... Hopefully Ben will still be married when he comes home <laughs> <laughs> to his current wife. Are you not saying to... me and Tim are going to get married? I'm saying you never know who you'll end up married to. If you I mean, that might not, be a man, might be, not be a mad, uh, bad marriage there. We could play games together. <laughs> and, I've always, and I've always got a lift to X-Wing events there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, um, I think we can kind of wrap it up there. Um, so well, unless... I'm going to wrap it in. <sighs> I'm not going to talk about it long, but I will Sweaty just I, I will just mention, and we'll probably maybe chat about it a bit next week. Was uh, GSP Malacor happened at the weekend? Seventy odd players, and the final table was CIS versus CIS. Um, so that might be something we chat about next week. Cadbane versus Cadbane. Cadbane yeah. for the win, yo! I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah, I'd absolutely forgotten that it had happened. But so, um, I, didn't, uh, I figured we were it's, quite it's, full. It's uh, it's too hot, and uh, yes, it's uh, we've been going ninety minutes. So I am Not more bad. than happy to put a pin in that, and we can chat about Cadbane next week. Maybe. Yeah, can't wait. There's quite a lot to talk about with Cadbane. Actually, he started off a bit lightweight, but he's starting to come into his own with some lists. So it's interesting stuff. Yeah, I'm actually interested week. to try him. To be honest, now. Yeah. Okay, that's your mission for tomorrow night, Ben. Try some. No, I haven't got time to pack my bag. Right. Oh, that solved that one. It's it's already <laughs> in, it's already in the car, and I'm not going getting it. It's too hot to be messing around in my shed. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Um. Okay, so we're gonna um call it there. Uh, Ben, have you got any shout outs or any last things? Uh, no, I've done all mine. Uh, just a shout out to everyone who's going to be playing um, uh, Heroes of the Atari Cluster with us on Thursday. Friends. Yeah, well, you're not invited. I didn't want to anyway. Yeah, you did. Yeah, no. Why'd you keep asking to come then? I play D&D on a Thursday, mate. This is X-Wing D&D, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> right, Liam, have you got anything? Uh, I'm going to shout out my girlfriend, Yasmin, because I told her I'd be done by quarter past nine, and I am not. Oh, she's probably going to kick you out soon. It's fine, don't worry. I'm hoping this saves my life. (laughs) Cool. Tim, anything from you? Uh, No, I think uh, just a quick shout-out to Scott Hexard. Uh, He's been streaming some XTC games, and he streamed my game and looked thoroughly confused through the majority of it. So if you want to go and see (laughs) uh, Scott confused at not uh, knowing what was going on, uh, tune in to Hexard. Rerolls upon rerolls. How is he doing that? I don't know. Oh, I just believe that he knows his list. That's basically how it goes. Um, cool. Uh, no shout outs for me. I have to go and do my parents for Scotland. So um, on that, it's goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. Goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Goodbye from Ben. Bye, bye. Uh, goodbye from me. Cheerio. Bye.